0: How can you sharpen your competitive edge? Learn how to land your first choice residency, take part in clinical skill building sessions, and debate emerging issues in healthcare. Join us for AMSA's Fall Conference November 19th through the 20th in New York City. Visit amsafallconference.org to register now. Have you ever advised a patient to eat healthy and exercise, then hit up the McDonald's drive-thru on your way home from work? Maybe it's time for a wake-up call. Welcome to the AMSA AdLib Podcast, where you'll hear from med students and experts alike. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. One med student had a wake-up call while driving down the highway with a cup of curly fries. Today, we're bringing you a story from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, told live on stage at Linda's Downbar for the UNC Chapel Hill School of Medicine Story Slam in May of 2014. The theme of the night was Idiopaths, Stories of Personal Journeys. Brittany Papworth was a second-year medical student at the time, and she told a story in which she made a fitting realization that would improve her life as a medical student and that she hoped would improve her relationships with her patients. Brittany's story was one of the winners of the night. Here's Brittany. Um,
1: so, like Perry said, um, I'm from Chicago, but really a suburb, and it's actually
0: not really that near, but um, anyway. <laughs>
1: So I actually went back to Chicago last uh, this past summer for like four weeks um, for a break. And during those four weeks, I had like my white socks, pajama pants on the entire four weeks, and I watched Dr. Phil reruns and (laughs) felt like all of girls. (laughs) And and I ate deep pizza and like Chicago style hot dogs, like seriously, two meals out of three meals in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first meal, I had frozen waffles and ice cream, and you've never had it, you guys. Like, it's, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> oh, blow your mind, you're welcome. <laughs> but after those four weeks, um, I had to put on a real pair of pants again. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, up in my room, like, okay, I have to put on these, like, jeans, this is going to so, like, I just, I'm, like, putting on these jeans, and I was sweating. <laughs> but, like, actually sweating. And I'm, like, trying to, like, pull up these pants, and I'm, like, doing acrobatics. But then I'm really pissed off. So, like, you know what? My dad put these jeans in the dryer. <laughs> like, I know my dad put my jeans in the dryer. So... <laughs> that my family and I communicate is by yelling. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad! <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> like, you put my pants in the dryer! <laughs> no, I didn't! And <laughs> so I was like, fine, whatever, fine. Like, he can deny it. He was trying to be nice to my laundry. That's fine. I'll forgive him. Then that summer when I, was, uh, when I was in the clinic, I noticed he must have put all of my shit in the dryer. came in October when I was in the mountains for clinical week. Um, I would spend a lot of my day with patients counseling them on diet and exercise because um, really anywhere in North Carolina you eat fried chicken for breakfast. So I understand waffles and ice cream, but I will never understand fried chicken for breakfast. <laughs> and so I would, you know, I, I would always have a conversation with patients about diet and exercise because something I could not screw up as a second year. Everything else I could, but that conversation, I usually couldn't, but it was kind of like a script, like with every patient, it was just like this script, so I'd be like, oh, you know, Mrs. So-and-so, like, tell me about your diet. What do you usually eat for breakfast? Vegetables. Oh, that's great. You know, like, tell me what you eat for lunch, fruit. Oh, that's Like, oh, that's awesome. Like, what about dinner? Sodium-free vegetable broth. <laughs> 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 and it's like, we all know that they're lying, and I was like, trying to be you know, what about exercise every day
0: <laughs> Like, that's
1: great! Me too! So, we had some time. We had some time one day that was free and I looked at this scale and I was like, you know what, I've not weighed myself in like a really long time. How fun. All I get on the scale. Um, So I get, I get on the scale and um, the last time I was weighed. I think it's like a year prior at a doctor's appointment. They're like, you weigh 125. I'm like, I don't know what that means. That's fine. So I get on the scale and I look down and I was like, yeah. and I look up at the BMI chart in front of me and I'm like, wow, that says I should be three inches taller. <laughs> like two hours into the drive I'm like oh my god I'm starving I'm gonna pass out I'm like hypoglycemic I need Arby's. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lucky
1: me I'm in Statesville where there's like every fast food restaurant you could ever want and (laughs) fortuitously there was an Arby's (laughs) and I was like done so I get off and I go to Arby's I'm in the drive-thru I'm like I need something easy to eat while I'm driving a curly fry, and like a large one, because I haven't eaten dinner yet, so like a large curly fry is like dinner. (laughs) (laughs) So I get back onto 40, and I'm like drinking these curly fries, (laughs) (laughs) like really hot, and I'm like, (laughs) that was really inappropriate to me, that, and then then I have like honey mustard that's like all over the place, there's like honey mustard on my windshield. (laughs) Oh, there's like grease <laughs> on Taylor Swift is like screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really like, what am I doing with my <laughs> <laughs> life? Seriously, this I had this pipney like so on 40, probably about like at hickory. And I'm like, oh, oh my god, like I'm unhealthy. <laughs> 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 I'm like, really unhealthy. And I just spent all week telling people to have diet and exercise. And like I'm drinking curly <laughs> And, and the scale told me this morning I gained 20 pounds in a year, and I was just like, oh, I'm three inches too short. No, like you're unhealthy. And I had this epiphany, and I was like, oh crap, I need to get a gym membership tomorrow. So I did. And a lot of people are like, but wait, Brittany, like you're a student, we get to go to the gym for free. And I'm like, shut up, because if I don't pay for it, I'm not going to go. So I did. I um, I so that was back in, in October, and so fast forward like eight weeks later, I've been to the gym every single day for like forty-five minutes, and that's not a lie, like every single day. Ryan. So Ooh. I wanted. To, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, this is where I want to pause because this is not a November to Beach Body in six months story, kind of like Cosmo. <laughs> this was hard, like, like really hard. So after the first day. <laughs> well, when I was at the gym the first time, I was like, everyone's looking at me. And not like an I'm vain kind of a way. And like, a, it's mean girls, you're not wearing pink and it's Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And then whatever was fine. And then next morning I woke up and I was like, somebody shower me in Advil immediately. I, like, I can not even move, but I tried to stick with it. I kept going. And eight weeks later, I was like, I want to see like the numerical fruits of my labor. <laughs> so I'm going to get on a scale. And again, it's always a bad idea. Ever. like don't weigh yourself, <laughs> I me, I should talk talking me, I don't want to project, like I should not weigh myself. <laughs> so I get on this scale, and I was like, what? I have lost, because in eight weeks, I've lost like three pounds, and I was like, oh my god, so I get back in my car, I was always have these breakdowns in my car, and then I, I get in my car and I like, start playing Defying Gravity, and am like, this Ryan. You know, like the Disney gods, but so I'm like driving my heart. I'm like this is the words that worked so hard at it. And I'm like, but wait a minute, I feel so much better. Like I'm not as anxious. I can get some sleep. This is like time in every day that is my own. Like I get to control that time. I don't have someone else trying to control it for me. Um, I get to watch Jeopardy, <laughs> <laughs> I actually get to watch Jeopardy, like, or I get to watch lectures with inappropriate things and have people be like, It's <laughs> uh, one of the best things of being at the gym and, like, studying at the same time. Um, and I was like, why am, why am I so upset? Like, it's not about that, it's about how I feel. My thighs don't wave at me in the mirror anymore, <laughs> like, I don't care what the number says. Um. And it was this sense of, like, no, wait, that really doesn't matter. And i would always heard people say with exercise, like, it's not the way you look, it's the way you feel. And I was like, maybe you. (laughs) But in that moment, I really thought that was true. And as I reflect on that journey from just like August when I was screaming at my dad for putting my clothes in the dryer, which he didn't do, and now I feel really bad about it. (laughs) And then, like, to now, I think something that is really meaningful to me is that it makes me want to put meaning behind my words to patients, because when I was in the mountains, it was like, oh, exercise, eat better, but it was just like replay, like, I was just saying things that were taught to say in CSI and CSD, don't smoke, don't drink as much, Um, maybe you should try eating some vegetables, but I was not even listening to anything that I was saying, and maybe they weren't either, because I think emptiness, like, speaking emptiness, people also take it as empty. So now in 63 days, not counting, I'll see patients um, in third year for the first time, and I am terrified um, because step ones before that, not the patient part. <laughs> but I really hope that I can bring that meaning to patients and to say words intentionally and to think about them myself, and hopefully still have time to exercise because if I don't, I'll be um, probably a lot meaner and a lot more anxious. So. Thanks.
0: When we caught up with her last year, over a year after she had shared her story, Brittany said what really resonated with her is that seeing patients is the best part of what she gets to do every day. Seeing patients inspired her through the rough times in medical school, and she was looking forward to being more intentional with her words and putting meaning behind her actions. To hear more stories from that night, search UNCSOM Slam on YouTube. AMSA Adlib is brought to you by the American Medical Student Association, I'm your host, Christine Camizio. This episode was produced by Pete Thompson and myself. The story and story slam were organized and directed by Perry Tsai. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer, and Dr. Kelly Tibbert is AMSA's national president. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you for listening. Not sure what to expect or how to navigate the interview process? Want to make sure your personal statement hits the mark? AMSA's new program, Applied Match Preparation, or AMP, has been created just for you. Get personalized one-on-one assistance from a team of experts and get ready to shine during the application process. Visit amsa.org/ampsa-amp to get started today.